0: Yes, ladies and gentlemen, tonight, live from Arnold's Drive-In and Milwaukee Fried Chicken Stand, you wanted to see it, brings you one of the most exciting events it's ever been our privilege to bring. Okay, kids, Arnold's is proud to present Kenosha, Wisconsin's own...
1: TC and Jake.
0: Jake, 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 how was your weekend, man? How are you feeling? Fantastic. Fantastic a good time leipzig got a huge win um was not aware that we were going with a compressed schedule so they play tomorrow again at 11:30. and i don't know that i want to ruin the show in q1 by being distracted by soccer
1: <laughs>
0: uh you could probably record it no problem though right yeah i could record it but then i'm doing three to seven tomorrow and then you're coming home and starting to... i may do that but it's tough you know with as many accounts as i follow to to not see the results
1: Oh, whatever. Shut the fuck <laughs> up.
0: I watched Snowpiercer. You
1: follow no accounts. You watched Snowpiercer? I did. Are you going to troll me and say that you instead watched the uh, TNT
0: TV show? I thought about it, but no. <laughs> I watched it. What would you think? It's pretty good. It's pretty, pretty good. good. <laughs> Definitely kind of felt like just Parasite on a train. Well, you know. But that's not bad.
1: Yeah. Uh, one, that's not bad. Two, like, uh, yeah, it's the same guy. You know, he's... Uh, and he made that one first. So if, yeah. you, if you'd seen that first and then seen Parasite. Call it
0: Snowpiercer in a Mansion.
1: Yeah. But you'd probably be blown away. Cause I, I don't know which one's better. I guess probably Parasite. That's, that's just a Hollywood convincing me that by giving it the extra accolades.
0: I think it probably should have just won foreign film.
1: <laughs> oh, 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 all right. Thanks a lot. Do you also think that Joe Scarborough has blood on his hands?
0: Dude. he probably does joe scar may be flying too close to the sun because trump is fucking bored (laughs) yeah but lots of people go through this
1: he's not gonna like go to jail off of it or something he didn't kill that intern like you know i the most interesting thing is that he killed that intern so i'm always i i will continue throughout this podcast to be like but did he but he
0: he didn't kill that intern Well, it's because he didn't have to because uh, (laughs) Hill Dog was on the scene. (laughs) (laughs) Joe, turn away. I know you're too pussy to do this.
1: (laughs) I'll I'll do her just like I did Vince.
0: (laughs) You should probably leave the room as she pops like a glove on each (laughs) hand. You want this wet or dry, Joe? (laughs) (laughs) No, it was a great time. It was a great time. Had fun doing the stream Saturday night. Me too. Uh, stayed up BSing with you all night Saturday night. Watched more soccer Sunday. Sounds like a Corby drop.
1: hmm.
0: More soccer, more beers. Watch Snowpiercer. He that's has good. one really long brag drop that's like, went to the beach, went and watched Wimbledon. Drank some beers. Then watched soccer. And it's like 20 seconds long. And I remember, I think I cut it. And remember <laughs> thinking, this is a banger.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, you were right. You were right.
0: You want to play some cameos? I do, but you're going to have to give me one on,
1: second to pull them up because I haven't had long been, enough to get them ready. We've that's, been sitting on some gold. Problem. We have indeed been. Do you, uh, do you do you know about the one that he did for me? Just for you. No, I don't. Okay. Well, I'll lead off with that one because I think that the other one is uh, is better. Okay. To, to to hire, you know, I mean, he knew he knew the one with me he was just trying to dip his toe in the water, and then uh, you know, um, want to take this out of the park. So this is a uh, Troy, longtime listener, uh, who wanted to get us something a little special on cameo. And I, you may you may know him
0: done. as a guy who is in the, I believe he they had to retire his number. And that means block him at the Fox 4 Your Turn page. Yes.
1: Yeah, and then I think he had, like, uh, friends and family writing in things that I, he had wrote to the Fox I 4. I believe
0: his wife got one through.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so, you know, in the upper tier of listeners, indis- indisputably, always top, uh always good troll. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so here's, here's what I got from him. Hey, TC, Blackjack McDowell here. What's going on, man? Hey, I hear you're having a couple issues, but tested negative for the COVID-19. It's a good job. Way to beat it. Don't have a jump in there and get us. This is driving us all crazy right now. Having to sit around the house doing crazy stuff that we're not used to doing. I'm having to homeschool three little kids right now, like everybody else in the nation. It's kind of crazy. i um, sorry that you got sick during this time. I'm sure it was uh, a little, little mentally tough time. To have to go through that and think, wow, I might have this crazy disease, but that's good that you don't have it. know you got a, another thing coming up next weekend, but uh, keep plugging away, man. Do the best you can. And praying for you here, the whole McDowell family, and we wish you the best. Take care. So that's uh, 1993 AL Cy Young winner Jack McDowell telling me that he knows I'm sick and uh, still have something, but but we're just glad it's not Corona. <laughs>
0: A lot to unpack. Uh, Indeed. It, it's weird to me that, that like, because he did, Troy did one for Dan where Carlos Baerga told him that he was no longer infected. Uh-huh. And he also had Carlos Baerga say, where we go one, we all go, which oh, really, no. tri- <laughs> really tripped, really <laughs> tripped Baerga up. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It's weird that there's people accepting these types of, I, I guess people will read anything, but like, what if... What if you had somebody tell you you were positive? I mean, would they read that?
1: Yeah, what would be wrong with that? You know, like, hey, you know, get through it, just the way that I got through pitching against the Indians back in the '92 season.
0: What if you would have said, uh, "Well, when you leave the mound, why don't you give COVID the finger, like I did the entire stadium that one?" That's all I remember about him. <laughs>
1: well, uh, you should remember the fact he finished second in the AL Cy Young voting in 1992.
0: Okay. A one and a
1: two, pretty good. Con- considerable career, Jack McDowell,
0: uh, but he three, knows three-time All Star. You still got something, quote, coming up this weekend. Is that another disease or? <laughs>
1: uh, this is back uh, a while ago. I, I guess I've sat on this for a full month, so I'd, I don't even know what that would have been. <laughs> At no point on any of those
0: weekends did you <laughs> have, have something coming uh, up. this Maybe weekend, he meant the though. Twitch stream. Okay, All maybe right. he was trying yeah. to
1: promote the Twitch. Okay,
0: that's fair. That's my best uh, guess. Also, you've got the whole McDowell family behind you. Praying for as And praying for you so long as there's not a Benoit type situation while he has to homeschool these kids. Because he does not sound like his (laughs) patience is long right now. And frankly, I don't blame him. As we said the other night talking to Sam uh, on his stream, that is the part of this that I am. Like no one's really talking about it. Like, what are you supposed to do?
1: Uh, I think if you have kids this age, you're not talking about anything else. I've, I've seen some discussion of it. Like, there's a, uh, they've done some studies indicating that, like, depression amongst five-year-olds is, like, way the fuck up. Like, no one had ever really considered before what happens if you take a five-year-old and tell him he can't play with any of his friends ever. Uh, turns out it's fucking devastating. So, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not, uh, uh, I'm sure he's got a hard time here. I am a little confused. These 54, are these his kids?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's a pro athlete thing, right? Have some late kids.
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: Maybe. I. I,
1: I there might be grandkids.
0: Mm, he has a, this is in 2012, a six and a three-year-old boy from a second marriage. Okay, yeah, second marriage. So they would be, what, 14 and, and 11 now? You still yeah. got to do homeschool.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they need to be schooled at that point. I, I get it. But uh, I'm praying for them. You want to go on to the next one? Sure. Hi, Jason Thomas. This is Rachel Dolajal, and I am just sending you a little shout-out from your friends. So I hear that um, you are both just super brave, and you are living your truth <laughs> and staying inspired and strong, and that you both just beat COVID, which is super amazing. So congratulations on beating the virus, continuing to, you know, stay strong and be on the planet and um, work <laughs> yeah. towards your goals and your dreams and living your truth. And I- She goes on for another full minute. Do you need to hear all of it? Not really. <laughs> or do you just need to know that Rachel Dolezal just congratulated us on recovering from the coronavirus? And being on the planet.
0: And being on the planet and inspiring people in that way that you do. Well, it's kind of weird because it's, you know, obviously it's a two-pronged approach here where she's congratulating both of us for living our truth or for beating COVID, but for also living as a different race than we are. Because I think to her, that's what living your truth means.
1: Uh, I mean, yeah, you know, um, I understand her there. I'm, yeah. I'm being brave every day
0: every day every day she was back in the mix uh over the weekend and probably this is what i want to do on patreon this week so uh-huh. we'll save it but as soon as people start talking about um you know let's say that a prominent politician said hey man you ain't black man <laughs> hypothetically <laughs> it doesn't take long before we get back it, it makes to the rachel Dole's yeah what, what what does make you black <laughs> yeah i mean if she said she is so she's living her truth and congrats to her also for still being on the planet just phenomenal work troy <laughs> i i feel like all
1: i do in the podcast is make this point over and over and i'm it's gonna be really hard not to in about five minutes here uh, but does doesn't this just really feel like something that only her circle of friends should be able to make fun of her for like Uh at the second at which we all learned it then of course we get to make fun of her for it of course but like don't you have lots of things like like i don't have any friends specifically who were the head of the naacp while white (laughs) i can't claim that (laughs) but like various stuff where you're like man they're fooling themselves (laughs) you know and uh i I think that she deserved to be roasted by her friend group
0: not all of the world (laughs) (laughs) i don't know man i think once you like you said it right there once you like run for office or get yourself appointed for office i mean you're kind of asking for it i would say but like who who's the head of the
1: naacp in spokane right now
0: yeah probably not a
1: white i'm just saying i don't have any fucking clue and that's the way it always should be i should never know who's the head of the naacp spokane
0: Okay, you're right, but she made that choice, and we can get into uh, the case of the dog leash lady. But I view this as a pretty stark. I think there's a distinction. Yeah, she was actively trying to represent in a way, like represent other people in a way that, like, kind of makes you a public figure, and as we know, all bets are off then.
1: I, I think you're right. And like uh, of the injustices committed on uh, on various people, you know, she's uh, way down the list as far as who has been ingested the most, but there's no way that whenever she ran for the head of NAACP Spokane that she was like, well, you know, a downside is that uh, maybe every single person on earth will know my name and mock me,
0: but it was not in her back. I'll, she wouldn't have been on cameo before. That's true. <laughs> so it's even in and out. I don't. And feel I would bad also, yeah, I would also add that dog leash lady could have got somebody killed, and I don't think Rachel Dolezal was ever going to get any anyone other than maybe herself killed. Yeah. So there's a distinction there too. All right. You want to talk about it? <laughs> yeah, man. It's moving fast. I mean, they fired her today. Yeah. Uh, for. You know, along those same lines, I'm not sure I should have ever been trying to figure out whether the Franklin Templeton servers were up last night. <laughs> but I'll be goddamned if I got a, you know, DNS server down type thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just going to let everyone know, no one, <laughs> I've, I've been workshopping this take out to, uh, to to close friends and family, and I, I don't think many people are going to like this. So
0: oh, no. You, you go ahead and tell me what you think. <laughs> well, I could tell you were headed there uh whenever you you tease the head by standing for for raquel Dolazol,
1: well i'm just saying like you you know my standard thing of like this is a disagreement between two people that we have no place in because we don't know either of them but i i, I make that point all the time so i i don't i don't think that we don't need to focus on that everyone already knows that i think that like whatever i'm i'm not going to try I'm, i probably already beat people over the head with it too much so i don't want to focus on that aspect of uh, of this particular conflict that is uh that
0: is not my uh substantial view well okay in her in her apology uh i think maybe it was to cnn or something it's a shit apology i actually didn't think it was too bad just because it did acknowledge a lot of times whenever you catch up with somebody i mean on one end of the spectrum you have the um emotional support slur lady Mm -hmm. who said (laughs) yes of course i used the n-word and i know how bad it was that is why i used it and also i have anxiety (laughs) <laughs> um, yes, <laughs> which that is in the hall of fame. That's on one complete other end of the spectrum. And then somewhere on the complete other end is just saying, uh, I understand systemic and institutional racism. I understand that what I did today is a part of that. And I understand that I was evidence of something that is a larger problem, which is that even people who understand and are well-educated in history And is, you know, even for for like for whites that they understand this, that still when uh, called to action, they revert back to their base racist instincts or base, um, you know, prejudices whenever they're in the heat of the moment. And I think that's something that probably a lot of people don't want to admit that they would do. And she almost did that. She did mention that she's aware (laughs) of how much like. She gets to view the police one way, but this guy, Birdman, can't. And so that's not something you often hear in those apologies. So I, I thought that was actually kind of refreshing, but I, I think, also don't know how to tease that apart from her wanting to keep her job.
1: And uh just there's there's no good apology that comes from uh listen, I'm not a racist, you know? Like mm-hmm. That, that whatever that's her opening, I think that she probably uh, closed a lot of ears uh, at everything that was going to come after that. No, I mean just whatever I look at the whole thing, uh, obviously, like she of course she shouldn't have called nine one one. It was fucking stupid to call nine one one. People who call nine one one in situations like that are bad people. Cross the fucking board. Like it's it, you, you shouldn't like I you know I've uh, come on this podcast plenty of times and indicated how often I think people should call nine one one. Very very not often. Like uh, I, I waited until uh, the guy told me that it was a home invasion before I called. Nah, no, not really. Uh, I, I waited until he was out of the house before I called. I didn't have my phone on me, you know. Whatever. It's a whole complicated thing. Although what I said is technically true because I waited till he's gone to call and he did say that in the point of him being gone. But anyways, that's the only time I've called nine one one and I don't fucking know how long. And uh, you know, let's let's keep it that way. Like it's this. It's not a weapon to be wielded against people. It's really fucking bad. She did it. Really bad. She did it. Never do it. Um, but the whole thing, one, whenever I like got the, uh, I, I think that I arrived at this story the way that 99% of people did, which is, uh, his sister's tweet about it. Mm -hmm. Have you read his Facebook post? I didn't see that till like an hour ago. You have not. Mm -mm. Uh, so he like explains something that i was you know complaining before was left out which is what happened beforehand um here it's it's worthwhile for me to uh find this exactly and read it because i know that i still have it uh here somewhere amongst all these
0: uh porn tabs you ever look at porn jake quarantine porn that's my uh way of kind of understanding the sacrifice that many people are making That's a good point.
1: Yeah, it's a good way to do it. All right. Uh, I'm going to read the full thing. Central Park this morning. This woman's dog is tearing through the plantings in the ramble. Ma'am, dogs in the ramble have to be unleashed all times. The sign is right there. Her. The dog runs are closed. He needs his exercise. Me. All you have to do is take him on the other side of the drive, outside the ramble, and you can let him off leash all you want. Her. It's too dangerous. Me. Look, if you're going to do what you want, I'm going to do what I want, but you're not going to like it. Her. What's that? Me. To the dog. Come here, puppy. Her. He won't come to you. Me. We'll see about that. I pull out the dog treats I carry for just such intrastringence. Intrastringence. I didn't even get a chance (laughs) to toss any treats to the pooch before Karen scrambled to the dog. Her. Don't you touch my dog. That's when I started recording with my iPhone and when her inner Karen fully emerged and took a dark turn. So Okay,
0: I'd seen those quotes. I just didn't know where they were from. Okay
1: but i i I think that's important context like i don't know man um i don't i want to emphasize it's just the question here for me is like uh are all the consequences justified right like like certainly she should not have called 911 and some amount of consequences like make sense but like the fact that like right now if you pulled americans like uh who's worse uh osama bin laden on september 12th or this lady i think that like it'd be 50 50 and that's fucking crazy to me like if some guy comes up to me like she's a total asshole for having her dog off the leash but if someone comes up to you and is like look if you're gonna do what you want i'm gonna do what i want but you're not gonna like it and then tries to lure your dog over like i'm not fucking okay with that guy i'm not calling nine one one. Um, but I'm just like trying to get out of there
0: and being like, boy, that's an aggressive fucking move. Uh, I I don't know. I, 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 yeah, that quote is important, but I also think that it's pretty clear that by the time that she's on the phone and really the way that she kind of tells on herself whenever they're still pretty far apart from one another, and says, I'm going to call them and tell them that a black man is threatening me. And that she's trying to close the distance. Once he starts filming,
1: yeah. she's not like running away like someone's terrified. She's walking towards him. I see all that. I'm, I'm just saying, like, how do, like, like he's like, they're two people that are trying to piss each other off, right? Like that, that's, that's the claim I'm making. Not necessarily that she felt like her life was threatened, but that they were carrying out an argument that I, that both were participating in escalating. And then like he caught the, the end part of her escalating it way too fucking far. Uh, And so, you know, I, I I don't know exactly how to, uh, to adjudicate such things of, you know, how, how do we figure out what's the right thing? But the fact that the entire world has like, Pin focused on her to the point that we found out her name. We found out where she works. We found out where she adopted the fucking dog from and like now have them taking back the dog based on like old Instagram posts, which like, you know, she did seem like she was being a fucking asshole to the dog, choking him and everything. And the Instagram posts seemed to indicate that like uh, he's been injured before. And I, 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 I think that when presented with all those facts, you should be concerned. And it's upon it's incumbent upon the animal organization to make sure the dog's being treated well. That all makes sense. The part that doesn't make sense is why anyone's going through her fucking Instagram because she like told a stranger that she wanted him to go away while she was walking her dog. Like, I, uh, whatever. That's that's, that's not, not what she did. She, I I understand, dude. I, I know I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I I don't mean to get worked up at you because I don't I don't feel any uh, any emotions towards you. I'm just getting worked up by the whole thing. The people who are spending their fucking Memorial Day weekend sitting around trying to figure out like what's the like way that we can cause the most pain on this person that we've never met. uh, That's a bad thing like that that that's a hateful action it's not motivated by like any uh, uh great social justice like it, you're you're trying to hurt her because you identify her as being in a, in a, a group that is against your group and like that's the same kind of, like i don't want to say the same but it's fucked up it's fucked up it's not something that i recommend anyone uh be doing and like whenever you're doing it in in service of like uh the the people who are like fucking throwing um you know what what the, 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 they were like uh bashing people with pipes at the charlottesville rap. Rally. That it was the Charlottesville rally, right? Where like there mm-hmm. was a photo, and then the internet went and identified everyone in the photo. That seems like somewhat worthwhile use of time to me. In a different way, this feels like you're just picking on her, and like again, she's a terrible fucking person who should have had her dog on the leash, should not have called nine one one, and all that. But like. I don't know, man, it it does not open her up to like further, like it's in in my world and in what I would view to be a fair world. It does not open her up to being the world's focus for their hate for a 24 hour period.
0: Well, because the logical end of this, like on one hand, I'm like, I don't really mind if all of a sudden she has to delete her social media accounts because people are being mean to her, but that's entirely uh, not an option. There's only one, which is that once people decide that they're going to go through your stuff, it's not just going to be people being mean to you. Your employer is going to have a decision to make about whether or not they would like to terminate you or not, uh, or whether or not they feel like they have to, rather. And a lot of times, particularly if it involves race and not just you being an asshole and like coughing on apples at the grocery store, which is pretty bad, too, you're going to get fired. So the se- the question really is, Do you think that someone with the recklessness and behavior that she demonstrated, being reckless because she incorporated race into it, all, I mean, dude, this is why a lot of times police are not, I wouldn't say overly vilified, but a lot of times the information they have to work with really is just what someone gave them, and what someone gave them is filtered through their own lens of how they perceive it happening, and also whether or not they have priors, like she obviously did. And the question is, do you think that someone who holds those views and would react that way should never be able to have a job? And I kinda think if you at least ask yourself that and answer it honestly, then I don't, I don't know that I have a huge problem with it, but You should ask those questions, though. You should not approach it so flippantly as to say, we just want to dunk on this lady for a day, because that is not what's going to happen. You can't turn it off once you turn it on. I mean, this has happened to a number of people in the last five to ten years, right? Like, I mean, even I saw someone bring up, remember Cecil the Lion guy? I do remember Cecil the Lion guy. I'm pretty sure he lost everything. Did he really? I think so. I mean, I remember, like, that his dentist office had to shut down, and... You know, there may be people that are totally okay with that, and I'm not even certain that I'm not totally okay with it, but I also look at that and think, okay, it is an animal. Like, if you ask me, do I think someone who kills animals, even in the style that he did it, should never be able to have a job? I would probably say no. If this woman called the cops and gave the description she did, even after the statement he made, let's say the cops showed up and they did kill him. Just based on the information they had, they saw him with his hand in his pocket, even though it's, you know, fucking Monday morning and it's a light outside. If they killed him, I mean, I think you could probably make the case, well, I don't want this woman to be able to, to make a living anymore. I want her to have to pay for what she did. And. Yeah, it's really that's just a, weird a matter thing. of the, the that, range of outcomes whether or not that happens or not. It's unlikely, but it could happen.
1: Like it would absolutely change my feelings if uh, if, if if this had ended in him dead. Like, of course, but like, why? You know, like mm-hmm. she she didn't do anything that's what I'm different. Saying. Um, it it could have gone that way, and it didn't. Yeah, no, and I, I think that's crazy. But I, I think some of my uh, uh, feelings about this are, are reflected by I, I've seen some amount of commentary that, that seems to indicate that uh, they they. The difference between calling the cops and uh, pulling the trigger are is like uh, just a matter of details, and I, I think that that's based on. And boy, I do not want to be in a position where I'm defending the police officers. Please, guys, do not put me in the spot. Uh, but. I don't think that that's how most 911 calls like that go. I think that, like, you know, 1% of them go like that, and all of that 1% uh, ends up on Twitter. That not, That's not even true. Most of them aren't filmed, and the cops just fucking get away with it and, you know, right. uh, have a great time down at the pool. But, uh, you know, you, you know what I'm saying? They're like you, you do not put on Twitter a time when a, a police officer approached a situation calmly, diffused it on all sides, and everyone went away happy, you know? Um, right. So I I think that the that we might end up with a, a skewed understanding of what it means. And like this does not change my previous uh, demand that none of you ever call nine one one. Okay. Like I'm <laughs> I'm totally I I see the downsides, but but I just like like I, I I I think the first tweet I saw on it was something someone like quoting the the sister's account and uh, being like you know boy he uh, you know she she. She knows that uh, she was out for blood. You know, the, the intent with her calling was uh, was that, that, that he die. And, you know, she certainly gives you much more fuel to that fire than she ought to whenever she's not even on the phone yet. And she's like, I'm going to call and I'm going to tell him you're black. It's really fucking bad. But I don't know. It's uh,
0: it, I think her goal was to, to terrify him. She probably didn't actually think about like, hey, this goes wrong one one hundredth of the time. And that's still a lot of times her goal was to just terrify him. And she yeah, knows I think that how she felt terrified by not terrified is an over. I think that
1: it jostled her. The fact that he like, you know, was messing with her in the first place, which he had every fucking
0: right to do. Keep your dog on the leash. Um, that's the real question here, man. Like, I, I don't know, dude. I don't I know some of you have your dogs very well trained, but I, I don't like that at all <laughs> i think that's for the dog park and even whenever we'd go up to the track you know the track at uh the school down the street from where i used to live i mean the gates were open there w- they weren't they didn't really close all the way and there would just be dogs out there running around and they all seemed to be pretty well trained but i'm like dude that's what a dog park is for otherwise i'm sorry but that's for your yard I feel like whenever I I
1: grew up, we didn't have dog parks, and that uh, this attempt to solve the problem via via dog parks, I don't discourage anyone from doing that, but it seems to have uh, created a bigger problem. I don't feel like when I was a kid that there was anyone that was walking around with dogs off the leash, but uh, that's probably an ignorant statement based on me living in a particular neighborhood, so...
0: No, I I don't. Well, I don't remember dog parks, and I don't remember people doing that. And maybe people have just gotten comfortable with the dog park mentality, and they'll just let their dog run everywhere. And maybe your dog is really well trained, but mine might not be. And if yours runs up to it to just say hi, my dog doesn't always know what that means, and will freak the fuck out. Yeah. And if it's on a leash, you can keep it away, and we can let them bark at each other from across the street. But no, I I can't stand that. But to your earlier point, I think. You know, probably what it would frustrate uh, people, uh, minorities, if they were to hear somebody say they're both trying to rile each other up because it's almost like there's a bit of a monopoly on that. Like, I'm kind of surprised that guy even said what he said, knowing, you know, but how, given that he did say that, that is his intent. Yeah, for sure. To rile, to rile her up and like, I just her, think that if
1: he had said from the outset and like, you know, whenever you talk about, well, this is what he should have said, like, I guess by definition, you're doing some victim blaming and I apologize for that. But, uh, you know, I, I, I do think it is true that if he, uh, had been like, well, then I'm just going to take out some dog treats so that it's easier for you to get your dog on the leash rather than being like, well, I'm going to do some shit and you're not going to believe it, but you're not going to like it. Like, you know, that, that, that's a statement that's vague in like, I, I, th- I think that I I, mean. I don't think that he's thinking about it much at all. I think he's just kind of saying the first thing that comes to his mind. That's how most people are in in arguments like this. But, uh, you know, if he's considering his words, he's, he's leaving them open-ended for the purpose of like uh, getting her to back down, like by creating some fear. Right. Like, and, and again, the fact that she is walking towards him indicates that, like, actually creating this fear has not occurred. I think that more she's just reacting to the fact that he was attempted to create it by being like, well, I don't want you making me afraid. Fuck you. I'm going to make you afraid. And then did something absolutely terrible to try and do it. I did, which I guess, like, like the, the Cecil the Lion thing. I, I wasn't even thinking about that. But but I think that's a great uh it kind of illustrates how I would like for everything to work, and I realize this is unrealistic. But, um, like if you had told that guy beforehand, Hey, uh, the penalty for killing lions is uh, that you're gonna lose your entire livelihood, and then he killed a lion, and he lost his entire livelihood, you wouldn't hear a fucking peep from me because that seems like a reasonable consequence, and uh, you know, like, uh, and he, and he did that shit, but to have a world where there's lots of things indicating to you that like, it's actually fine to kill lions. And then like just, and how many fucking people have killed lions and like continued being dentists, uh, probably a ton. And like, just, we kind of just pick this one out of the, the uh, bingo, you know, ball hopper thing. And, uh, just be like, nope, him, we're going to fucking destroy his entire life that's just not that's not how i want the world to work i don't think this is going to operate in service of all of us i don't i don't think that, that this is justice like it, it it just feels like injustice but like but now finally it's uh, against the you know the the people that were against so so it's great and uh yeah i i, I just I, I don't think that she whenever this guy's like you know escalating the thing by, by trying to make her feel, you know, like, well, I don't know what he's going to do. And then she just tries to give it back to him. And then the end result is that like, everyone's like, I'm so sorry. It has happened to you, sir. We're going to make sure that she's fired, that she loses the dog. Like, and just, we, we also, as a backdrop to this, live in a country where among developed nations, like it is as cruel or more to be fired here than anywhere else. Like, you know, I mean, thank God for her. We've got the, uh, the COVID relief to uh, give her an extra 600 on the, uh, the unemployment benefits but otherwise those would be pretty scant she's losing her health insurance as a result
0: of this like he, you got cpac cpac yeah there's always the convention or we can you know
1: <laughs> no get, cut, cut get
0: her a her speaking, little circuit yeah little speaking fee
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess that's true but like i don't know uh if she gets like if you want to play the what if game like if she gets cancer tomorrow and doesn't have insurance because she got fired from this shit are we all gonna be like yeah well you know um She did call the cops
0: on that one guy, so serves her right. (laughs) I don't know, man. I think that, again, it gets back to do you believe, and I just mean like everybody, believe that the most effective way to root out people behaving in racist ways, and I think this has always been sort of a, uh, you know, we've always debated like, uh, well, I, I think there's levels of racism Right. Like, yeah, it's weird, too, because I even remember this coming up on bad radio like some years ago and Donovan saying, like, so what do you mean? There's different levels of and I, I was I was kind of amazed that it seemed like he disagreed with that and it never considered that. And I'm like, well, yeah, obviously, like there's people who commit violence uh, against people just because of yeah, someone their, who did a lynching is worse than this woman. I, I right think we can or all like you know there's people who probably say i don't want my kids hanging out with kids who don't look like them that's bad there's also the guy who would say i would never hire somebody uh who looks different and these are all bad but i mean i think you would agree and then there's even just the base level of i would like to actively support policies that are racially regressive now is that racist i mean that's a Much wider birth than most people, wider with a D, than most people would usually apply to the term racist, but I don't know. I kind of think it is. <laughs> I mean, everyone walking around
1: has a different, whenever they think of what is racism, they think of a different thing. Like it's, it's we use one word to describe, you know, a million different things and, and everyone's confident that their definition is correct. That, that's how you have this woman leading off her apology with I'm not a racist. Because what racist means to you and what racist means to her, two different things. So whenever she says it makes
0: sense to you, whenever you're outraged by it, it makes sense to you, you know? So if the question is, Even given that extremely uh, wide definition, if you believe that the best method to root this out and to, in 30 years from now, have people not behave this way and check themselves and think, man, I think this could easily be perceived as racist is just sheer brute force mob mentality, I would say that that sounds terrifying to me. But I would also add that I'm not sure that the other way has worked. (laughs) (laughs) just sort of allowing people to come around does not seem to be working. And so I could see, particularly if I was someone who felt like I had been, uh, you know, the subject of systemic oppression, just saying, you know what? Fuck it. We're going this route now. And this route is if something like this happens to you or you do something like this rather to someone else, we're going to film it and we're going to try to get you fired. And we think now that's the best way to get people to understand you can't act like this. Yeah, and uh, I, I, for some reason, I... I. The no, no, last thing, the problem there is obviously that there, there's going to be a shitload of people who catch strays. Yeah. <laughs> and there's not really going to be like a court uh, of any sort to say, I mean, hell, it could flat out just be the wrong person. You yeah. know, like when, when I first saw this going around last night, I'm like, this lady looks like her. And it looks like they've figured out that this is her dog from her social media, but... I don't know. Sometimes you get the wrong person.
1: Yeah, no that, that that's true. And I no that person also not usually going to get fired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they'll be like, we don't employ them. Right. Um. Yeah. No. I. I. I guess that's that's just what I'm what I'm doing here is uh, being like. I, I don't know that you would to characterize this as a stray because she did engage in racist behavior. Uh. I just don't think that you know that. And, and whenever it comes to The me too stuff I always like do stridently feel that like if we got to crack a couple of Matt Lowers to make an omelet then like fucking let's do it because you know that that's that's the history in in the opposite direction that that's how it's been like that's how things work so I guess maybe that is what's going on here, you know, of like, uh, you know, the, the change is ugly and it, but it has to occur and there's no non-ugly way of doing it. You know, I, I I, could see that. I could come around to that. But, but I, but I do think that in each of those, you know, that, that there's some place for someone saying like, boy, in a sober headed, like just kind of analysis of the situation. I'm, I'm not sure that this response makes sense um i i think that there should still be a place for that and uh that is what i would like to do in this case like i don't know like just whenever i whenever i learned that they were taking the dog back and like as far as i can tell justified you know like if, if she is fucking hurting the dog then like yeah to get him out of there but uh i, I don't know it just
0: she was being pretty shitty to that dog man she was like and I can tell you, my dog is bigger than that, and I guess I'm bigger than she is, and I've had to, like, corral the dog before, and it doesn't look as violent as, you know what I mean? No. Some people, like, if you grew up in the country, you'd probably look at that and be like, this is Tuesday. Yeah. Um, but I don't think we should strive for that as the... <laughs> the but just our, our just that she finds hope.
1: herself in a world where two dudes in Dallas are breaking down the manner in which she held the leash of her dog. Like that, that's the thing is just the, the gotcha nature, like the surprise consequences for these things. And like, I think there should be a negative consequence for any time that someone calls 911 in that fashion. I do think that there should be, but like, I don't know, you, you, you you do got to concede that these things are applied in like a really fucking haphazard fashion and there there's people that have done worse things than 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 what she did in the last 24 hours that had absolutely nothing happen to them and like that's a bigger problem than than what hers you know like like i i would i if i had to eradicate only one of the two then let's eradicate the fact that nothing has happened to the people who did worse things you know um and like like i that i always have that problem whenever people are like you know, oh, well, this person got treated one way, and this one got treated another way. Well, let's not default to the cruelest treatment. Um, but like, I, I, I don't know. I, I understand it's the way the world works, and uh, that 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 that's probably just the end of the conversation. Is uh,
0: is this is how it goes? What are you going to do? But just yeah, seems I mean, fucked up to me. I guess just the, the way, if you wanted to try to make yourself feel better about it, is that. We are coming from a time, and you referenced it with me too, that almost nothing like this, no one faced any consequences for them. And even if it resulted in something way, way, way more serious and fatal. And now we're at a point where we realize that that was happening and we do not have a switch to flip to say, well, we're going to do this in a sober minded, level headed way. Now, we're just going to randomly catch some people who have been doing shit that people have been doing forever, and those people will have to pay an, a very dear price. Um, and I don't know that there's really another way other than just saying, Oh, sorry, you just got unlucky because you've been behaving the same shitty way as you always have, and then a lot of other people have, and nothing happened to them. And also, I'll tell you, I saw a lot of people that want to hit the response of well, why do we just have to film everything in public now? Because this is like really blown up in the last month, you know? Mm-hmm. With, uh, you know, it does typically appear to be a white woman. Although there was that one guy who like drew his fucking weapon in the meat counter. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that oh, one a couple I did weeks not. ago. That sounds fire. Uh, it's just people being mad about having to follow the rules at places of commerce and whether it's they won't let me in without a mask i'm gonna call the cops so they are making me stand far away and i'm gonna call the cops like i don't think like it's kind of a it's very ugly to have to see it but i actually i have no problem with filming stuff like that and maybe that's me tacitly uh supporting like ruining people or cancel culture whatever you want to call it, if that even exists. But I don't also, I don't think you're going to get fired from your job. If somebody identifies you as someone who was pissed off that you have to wear a mask at the grocery store. Dude, like I in don't fact, know. you think, I mean, I guess it depends on where you work. Cause I don't think this lady would have got fired if she worked at like a local and tool place. She got fired because she works at a global finance Titan, you know? Like, a lot of places uh, I think that they
1: were going to try pretty hard for her head regardless of where she worked and like right. you know if she like live, worked for someone who was like a fellow culture warrior that was like you know uh, racist themselves and it was like a small operation then uh, you know maybe, maybe she survives that but I, I think that most places that like the, the operating thinking of the people calling in to her work is like, we'll make this so much of a headache that they won't even care about what she's done for the company. They'll just fucking toss her out because, and like, that's that, that seems fucked up. I, I don't think people should be fired in like many circumstances because it's really, really fucking harmful to them. It's a terrible thing that you're doing to them, uh, which like just has uh, like, I don't know the, the idea that like uh, you just didn't answer enough calls at like your receptionist job and so as a result, like, we're just going to make it to so the, like, got to move out of your house, like move out of your fucking house against your will. Can you imagine something that'd be so fucking, I don't know. Um, I, I, I think that the whole setup is, uh, is really cruel, absent any kind of a uh, uh, large safety net, you know, like that, that's, that's the problem. Like you could fire people willy nilly if you'd like to, if uh, their, their stand of li- standard of living doesn't drastically change, but I think then uh, people would be, yeah, whatever. Uh, I don't want to make counter arguments. Um, I kind of got lost in what I was saying there.
0: Well, it's certainly a little ironic that it happened. We got both pieces of uh, of, of info on the same day, really. That you know, a guy got need to death <laughs> in Minnesota the same yeah. day, like. You know, I, don't, I mean, I guess that happens quite often now, um, so you probably could have spun the wheel and had the two die come up on this same way on a lot of different days, but that does not help whenever yes. you're trying to tell people, like, ah, maybe actually this, this wasn't worth ruining her over. Like, well, if your argument is, well, sometimes people die from, um, you know, overzealous police, you don't have to look further than just the same day
1: yeah no and it's (laughs) not like i would have denied it otherwise you know what i mean like uh yeah yeah, dude police suck like they they bring too much force she shouldn't have called 911 but i i just think that even if you are going to what i was saying before i lost my train of thought was uh if you are going to fire her like just doing it for reasons that have like that are a matter of like how cool-headed she is when she walks her dog like it just seems nuts and you know, I mean, the, the good news about this randomness is, is that it is really, really unlikely to fall on any one of us. Um, and so, you know, we, we all probably can go about our day without thinking about this too much. But the more that this stuff happens, the more I kind of wonder that it does, like, drift into the thinking of everyday people. And, like, if you're in a regular situation where, like, you know, you have a dust-up with a neighbor about how you're, uh, how you're handling your dog, if you do, like, think for the next 24 hours, like, boy, what if Channel 8 finds out? And I don't know, it just yeah. it doesn't seem like any way to live.
0: Yeah, and I guess this is, you could probably call this white guilt, but I would tell you right now, dude, like if I were her, and this is, I, I guess you don't know until you're in this moment, but I'm handling this, the op, like I'm overly worried about making a, a person of color feel like I'm talking to them a certain way because of that. Yeah. Like I think if my, you know, like I got a neighbor right now and I've been meaning to talk about this, like just what the, what the, what's the maximum amount of hours where a dog can be, it's inside the house. It's just that their house is really close to ours. And I swear to God, dude, it barked for eight straight hours yesterday and it's right by our bedroom and it's just never ending. And I'm talking never for more than 30 seconds was the dog not barking. And the dog is only there because I believe her older son is staying there. Like, the real winner here is their other shitty dog. Yeah. That runs around (laughs) in the street all the time. And uh, you want to talk about no leash. They let it run around the neighborhood. And it'll just run up to our front porch. It'll run up to my car whenever I'm in the garage. Uh, Or, like, trying to pull up to the garage. But that dog was just tiny. This is like a pit bull that barks nonstop. And I think they were gone yesterday, so maybe they have it in a cage. And I was, like, by hour four or five thinking, I got to go over there and say something. Yeah. Like, I got yeah, to go over there and say, hey, uh, I'm sorry. I know we're all going through it right now, but this thing does not stop until 10 o'clock at night, and it starts around five in the morning every day.
1: I think, uh, like, like I because I have a dog that barks a lot. I definitely do. And Megan's always worried about it, and I, I – I don't know this is this is a tricky topic but like I don't know how it sounds inside my neighbor's house I really don't like I, I sometimes their dogs bark and like uh, you know whatever if I'm like in a certain room then I can't hear it so I really do depend on them to tell me their experience and like I like we've never had anyone come and be like Jesus shut your dog up. And it's a, you know, he's a beagle. He's not a, he's, and he's on the smaller end of beagles. Uh, so it's it's not like a, a, a pit bull or whatever you're saying. Um, so so I'm not sure. And and I, I would find it valuable information if a neighbor came and told me, you know, every time he barks, we can hear it. And then I would, I would change it. You know, I'd be like, hey, dude, shut the fuck up. Uh, you know, I mean, a lot of it's like just that uh, our front window, I love having it open. It's like one of my favorite parts of the house. Uh, just having all sorts of natural light. But if it's open, like he, it's pretty much a guarantee he's going to be barking, you know, every, every couple minutes because anything going by, you know, whatever. And so if if I knew that every... And so as it stands currently, whenever Megan and the baby are out, I leave the window open the whole time because it's just me and him and I can handle the barking. If I knew that that was the case, that it was uh, as upsetting to them as you're describing, I would never leave the window open, you know? So I, I, I think that like... You're definitely not going to get anywhere by going over and being like, hey, shut your fucking dog up. But I don't think you were going to do that anyways. I think that just delivering the, uh, the information of like, hey, uh, we can hear it. It is kind of tough. Uh, if there's other arrangements you can make, we'd appreciate
0: it. I, I bet that that's, that's doing them a favor. Well, what I'm, the point I was leading to was that while I think that's the case, and I'm very close to it, I'm not positive that I would, not, that I would approach this situation the same way if it was a black family next Sure. Year. Yeah, yeah and I, I think you know maybe that and that's probably bad because it doesn't it you're treating somebody differently based on their color but i guess you're doing that the other way as well but i know i don't want, i don't want somebody to think that i think you could i think I'm you just the, tell them that if they i mean i pr- but family. i'm just saying the the math would be different for me because I don't want them to think that I'm thinking like, oh, look at this family. Like, I'm going to talk to them differently. And clearly, I haven't said anything to her, even fucking though she came over whenever we moved in and got onto to me because the leaves were blowing in her yard. Which I told that story once upon a time. And then the lawn <laughs> <laughs> service that we inherited, whenever I told him about it, he was like, I don't know, Mr. Jake, it's uh, wind. <laughs> <laughs> so she's already burned that one. Um, but, I mean, I guess to me, I would just raise my hand and tell you i approach that math differently of thinking i do not want somebody to think that i am trying to threaten them with the authorities whenever they might have had a historically very negative view of the authorities Um, yeah whereas i think what we're seeing is that women like uh, the woman in the park or a lot of these people in grocery stores or maybe even my neighbor they don't have a concept of what it is like to deal with authority at least I think, at a general level, because they a lot of them haven't done it. And I always think that's funny. But I, I was think under that's... the
1: impression that they actually loved authority and rules. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, they love it whenever you don't have to do it. That's one of the funniest things I've seen. Uh, and I saw somebody tweet this and like uh, say, oh, my God, is this real? And I was like, I wanted to reply and be like, bro, are you serious? How could you think this was real? It was clearly a comedian who was doing like a Tim Dillon-like bit. Which was, hey, I just got kicked out out of Costco uh, because they wouldn't let me in there without a mask. And so I marched my ass out of there, got in my truck, which was parked in the parking lot where they indicated I could park. I got back on the road after waiting for a red light, uh, drove pretty close to the speed limit. You know, like just listing all the other rules and laws that you implicitly follow because you know that they're to keep you safe.
1: What about freedom, though?
0: Well, I couldn't wear my mask. I couldn't go in without my mask. So, uh, yeah, Free like, come on. You're not an anarchist, dude. You're, we're all <laughs> yeah. following all these other rules. So maybe just one more for a little while.
1: That is, I was heartened to, uh, to see the polling data indicates that that is a conversation that is taking place largely apart from our reality. Like five weeks ago, it was like around 50-50 as to whether or not people wore masks. Now it's up to like 80% of people wore masks. So as we've been seeing all these stories about people who are like, fuck you, I won't wear no mask. We've had a 30% increase on mask wearing to the point where now most people wear masks.
0: So, dude, I saw a overwhelming majority of people who are older in Hood County at a Home Depot wearing masks this weekend. There is hope. Yeah, I would say my Hood County report overall is fairly negative.
1: <laughs> my my whole previous thing of measuring how many cars are in the square whenever I go to uh, pick up our dinner, that took a nosedive this weekend.
0: Well, yeah. yeah. Couldn't find no di- space. Different measures out there. I don't know. I can't... Uh, dude, I I think that the booze thing, the opening bars thing is such a bad idea. And I get that... You know, it's t- it sucks because I'm not losing my livelihood. But, dude, as a guy who enjoys to drink, obviously you're doing it so that you ease your inhibitions and feel, like, less responsible. You're checking out. Like, the point of consuming alcohol or many drugs is so that you can detach yourself from your current reality a little bit, which is pretty much okay in most settings because, you know, you're not going to, like – Most people are not going to get into a big fist fight or drive home like you know how to keep it relatively within the bounds. But, dude, I can tell you right now, if I went out to a bar on a Friday night with – just with my wife, if I have three beers, I'm definitely going to have a harder time paying attention to things I've never had to pay attention to in public before. So, like – What's the point? And like, that doesn't th- even sound fun to me.
1: Generally more aggressive. Most people, whenever they drink the idea, like they want
0: to be closer to each other. This and- entire
1: mask thing has like made it like it's, it really does. Like I'm not saying like, don't, you know, I, I wear a mask everywhere I go. I think that the mask is a great idea. Like it does seem to me that it, it brunts most of the, the threat of spreading the disease. Like it's, it's a really big thing, but one part that I have noticed is that whenever I see someone not wearing one, I have a teacher teacher. He's not wearing one instinct that I fucking hate about myself,
0: yeah, right?
1: And that, that like dude trying to handle that drunk, like, you know, seeing someone walk in and being like, Hey, where's your fucking mask, bro? Dude, like that would horrible be terrible, idea.
0: horrible idea. The early returns from uptown and depot were terrible. And I just, uh, you know, I don't, uh, I don't think there's a huge problem with just knocking a couple back with, uh, your, your partner at home. I don't, I don't, I don't, it's going to be a long time before I'm at a bar is what I'm saying. Yeah. No, I mean, I,
1: I, you know, this weekend I was at a, a social gathering that was larger than any social gathering I had been to previously, I would say is what, somewhere around 10. And, uh, I don't know, like, like that was like the whole time I did feel like I was, uh, yeah, I was aware I was taking more of a risk than I previously had. And, you know, I felt, you know, somewhat good about it, somewhat bad about it, but like, it just, that, that felt like a way different situation than being around a bunch of people that you don't know at all. And like, like, I I would just say that the, cause you know, in, in my thing, uh, you know, it's, it's a group of people that are in constant communication with each other. So like, if one of them had like been showing a fever 48 hours before, I'm confident that even if they had not wanted to take themselves out, that they would have had a friend that'd be like, dude, you had a fever two days ago. Stay the fuck yeah. home. Yeah. Whereas sure. like you have no clue if the guy next to you at the bar has a fever right fucking now. It, that, yeah. that just like, like, I don't know. I, 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 I wouldn't say that I felt squeamish or that I would regretted the decision to go out or anything like that. I You know, I, I, i think that it was a uh, a reasonable measured you know sense of risk i would not do it all the time not going to do it every weekend but for a nice holiday weekend um it, it felt appropriate and like i don't know the, the, the having said that like having dipped my toe in those waters i look down at going to a bar and i'm like dude that is fucking nuts how close
0: are you to driving again
1: um i mean it's kind of like a uh, a sliding scale based on how much how easy it is is it to pay the bills without it, mm-hmm. and how much risk do I actually feel? And uh, I think the unemployment runs through the end of July, so there's no rush, there's no pressure right now for me to get back out. Um, I do feel like a little more restless, like the like now I'd, I'd like to go out and do something. Uh, But I I think that, and this is something I, whenever Megan was like, hey, I I really, you know, she was definitely like, you should stop driving whenever I stopped. Um, And my point then was like, every, like, if I stop for a week now, it's a week sooner that I'm going to have to go back out down the line and it's probably going to be worse then. And I would say that this is a situation where that certainly applies. Like there's way more cases in Dallas County right now than there ever were whenever, you know, on March 16th, whenever I stopped driving way more. Yeah. So if I thought it was too dangerous on March 16th, then I would like just be flying in the face of any kind of data to be like, eh, well, it's safe to do it now. So that weighs heavily in my thinking. And I I think, I think I'll probably just wait till the end of July whenever. And I mean, I, I don't even know that like, like that's when the unemployment insurance thing runs out currently, but and I, I don't I'm, I need to look it up because it, I know that's when the federal stuff stops kicking in. But one, they could extend that, or could extend it in somewhat less generous form. And two, I don't I don't know how many like weeks consecutively you, you're allowed to do it in Texas or anything like that. This is not <laughs> yeah. something I've had to deal with before, so I should probably uh, make sure I, I, I know all the ins and outs of it. But my understanding is that I'll be getting at least some money through the end of July, so um as as long as that's going on i'll I'll probably just wait till then and see how things are looking but you know all right we'll hit him up for airport
0: rides after that we all trust we trust (laughs) all of you i
1: might do an ijb airport ride before then
0: if you got somewhere to go let me know all right uh on patreon this week we break down charlemagne and biden man see (laughs) you see ya That's it for tonight. The high school special is next, so until tomorrow, for everyone who's been a part of this one, I'm TC and Jake.
1: We do thank you for watching. Good night.